Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel, where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Harriet and I will be your reader today. And today we have Monday, the 21st of March or the 18th of Adar 2 on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a parasha called Shmini, which means 8th, and a portion of scripture from the Torah is Leviticus chapter 9 verses 17 through 23. And as you probably know by now, if you have listened to this podcast for a while, we always bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His word before we start reading the scriptures. Please join me. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And he presented the grain offering and filled his hand from there and burnt it upon the altar, in addition to the burnt offering of the morning. He also killed the bull and the ram, the sacrifice of peace offerings, which was for the people. Aaron's sons delivered to him the blood, which he sprinkled around the altar, and the fat of the bull and of the ram, the fat tail, and that which covers the innards and the kidneys, and the cover of the liver, and they put the fat upon the breasts, and he burnt the fat on the altar. And Aharon waved the breasts and the right thigh for a contribution before the Lord, as Moshe had commanded. Aharon lifted up his hands toward the people and blessed them, and he came down from offering the sin offering, and the burnt offering, and the peace offerings. Moshe and Aaron went into the tent of meeting, and came out and blessed the people, and the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people. That was Leviticus or Vayikra nine seventeen through twenty three. And our portion today from the prophets is the prophet Isaiah or Yeshayahu in Hebrew, and it's chapter fourteen. For the Lord will have compassion on Yaakov and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. The foreigner will join himself with them, and they will unite with the house of Yaakov. The peoples will take them and bring them to their place. The house of Israel will possess them in the land of the Lord for servants and for handmaids. They will take as captives those whose captives they were, and they shall rule over their oppressors. It will happen in the day that the Lord will give you rest from your sorrow, from your trouble, and from the hard service in which you were made to serve, that you will take up this parable against the king of Babel and say, How the oppressor has ceased, the golden city has ceased. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers, who struck the peoples in wrath with a continual stroke who ruled the nations in anger, 
with a persecution that no one restrained. The whole earth is at rest and is quiet. They break out in song. The cypress trees rejoice with you, with the cedars of Lebanon, saying, Since you are humbled, no lumberjack has come up against us. Sheol from beneath has moved for you to meet you at your coming. It stirs up the departed spirits for you, even all rulers of the earth. It has raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nations. They all will answer and ask you, Have you also become as weak as we are? Have you become like us? Your pomp is brought down to Sheol with the sound of your stringed instruments. Maggots are spread out under you, and worms cover you. How you have fallen from heaven, O shining one, son of the dawn! How you are cut down to the ground, who laid the nations low! You said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mountain of assembly in the far north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like Elion. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the depths of the pit. Those who see you will stare at you. They will ponder you, saying, Is this the man who made the earth to tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a wilderness and overthrew its cities? who did not release his prisoners to their home. All the kings of the nations sleep in glory, everyone in his own house. But you are cast away from your grave like an abominable branch, clothed with the slain who are thrust through with the sword, who go down to the stones of the pit like a dead body trodden underfoot. You will not join them in burial because you have destroyed your land. You have killed your people. The offspring of evildoers will not be named forever. Prepare for the slaughter of his children because of the iniquity of their fathers, that they not rise up and possess the earth and fill the surface of the world with cities. I will rise up against them, says the Lord Tzvaot, and cut off from Babel name and remnant and son and son's son says the Lord. I will also make it a possession for the porcupine and pools of water. I will sweep it with the broom of destruction, says the Lord Svaot. The Lord Svaot has sworn, saying, Surely, as I have thought, so shall it happen, and as I have purposed, so shall it stand, that I will break the Assyrian in my land and tread him underfoot on my mountains. Then his yoke will leave them, and his burden leave their shoulders. This is the plan that is determined for the whole earth, and this is the hand that is stretched out over all the nations. For the Lord Svaot has planned, and who can stop it? His hand is stretched out, and who can turn it back? This burden was in the year that King Ahaz died. Do not rejoice, O Philistia, all of you, because the rod that struck you is broken. For out of the serpent's root an adder will emerge, and his fruit will be a fiery flying serpent. 
The firstborn of the poor will eat, and the needy will lie down in safety. And I will kill your root with famine, and your remnant will be killed. Wail, you gate, cry, you city. You are melted away, Philistia, all of you. For smoke comes out of the north, and there is no straggler in his ranks. What will they answer the messengers of the nation? That the Lord has founded Zion, and in her the afflicted of his people will take refuge. That was Isaiah, or Yeshayahu, chapter 14. Now in the portion of the writings, we are starting a new book. We are reading Proverbs, chapter 1. The Proverbs of Shlomo, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the young man, that the wise man may hear and increase in learning, that the man of understanding may attain to wise counsel, to understand a proverb and parables, the words and riddles of the wise. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but the foolish despise wisdom and instruction. My son, listen to your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching, for they will be a garland to grace your head, and chains around your neck. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. If they say, come with us, let us lay in wait for blood. Let us lurk secretly for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive like Sheol. And whole like those who go down into the pit. We will find all valuable wealth. We will fill our houses with plunder. You shall cast your lot among us. We will all have one purse. My son, do not walk on the path with them. Keep your foot from their path, for their feet run to evil, and they hurry to shed blood. For the net is spread in vain in the sight of any bird, but these lay in wait for their own blood. They lurk secretly for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy for gain. It takes away the life of its owners. Wisdom calls aloud in the street. She utters her voice in the public squares. She calls at the head of noisy places, at the entrance of the city gates. She utters her words. How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? How long will mockers delight themselves in mockery, and fools hate knowledge? Turn at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make known my words to you. Because I have called and you have refused, I have stretched out my hand and no one has paid attention. But you have ignored all my counsel and wanted none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your disaster. I will mock when calamity overtakes you, when calamity overtakes you like a storm. 
When your disaster comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me, because they hated knowledge, and they did not choose the fear of the Lord. They wanted none of my counsel, they despised all my reproof. Therefore they will eat of the fruit of their own way, and be filled with their own schemes. For the backsliding of the simple will kill them, and the careless ease of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell securely and will be at ease without fear of harm. That was Proverbs, the first chapter. And now we have arrived at our last portion of scripture, the apostolic writings. And today we will read Acts chapter 18. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth. And he found a certain Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome. And he came to them, and because he practiced the same trade, he lived with them and worked, for by trade they were tent makers. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Shabbat and persuaded Jews and Greeks. But when Silas and Timothy came down from Macedonia, Paul was compelled by the Ruach, testifying to the Jews that Yeshua was the Messiah. But when they opposed him and blasphemed, he shook out his clothing and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am clean. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. And he departed there and went into the house of a certain man named Justus, one who worshipped God, whose house was next door to the synagogue. And Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed in the Lord with all his house. Many of the Corinthians, when they heard, believed and were immersed. Now the Lord said to Paul in the night by a vision, Do not be afraid, but speak and do not be silent. For I am with you, and no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many people in this city. And he lived there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. But when Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews with one accord rose up against Paul, and brought him before the judgment seat, saying, This man persuades men to worship God contrary to the Torah. But when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If indeed it were a matter of wrong or of wicked crime, you Jews, it would be reasonable that I should bear with you. But if they are questions about words and names and your own law, Look to it yourselves, for I do not want to be a judge of these matters. So he drove them from the judgment seat. Then all the Greeks seized Sosthenes, the ruler of the synagogue, and beat him before the judgment seat. Gallio did not care about any of these things. Now Paul, having stayed after this many more days, 
took his leave of the brothers and sailed from there for Syria, together with Priscilla and Aquila. He shaved his head in Cancray, for he had a vow. And he came to Ephesus, and he left them there, but he himself entered into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. And when they asked him to stay with them a longer time, he declined. But taking his leave of them, he said, I must by all means keep this coming feast in Yerushalayim, but I will return again to you if God wills. Then he set sail from Ephesus. And when he had landed at Caesarea, he went up and greeted the assembly and went down to Antioch. Having spent some time there, he departed and went through the region of Galatia and Phrygia in order establishing all the disciples. Now, a certain Jew named Apollos, an Alexandrian by race, an eloquent man, came to Ephesus. He was mighty in the scriptures. This man had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Yeshua, although he knew only the immersion of Yohanan. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, But when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he had determined to pass over into Caia, the brothers encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to receive him. When he had come, he greatly helped those who had believed through grace, for he powerfully refuted the Jews, publicly showing by the scriptures that the Yeshua was the Mashiach. That was Acts chapter 18. If you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures or the New Testament twice this cycle, you will also read the book of Revelation chapter 12 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that you will be encouraged or have been encouraged today by listening to the word um, that I read to you from the scriptures and I pray that you will have a good day that the Lord will strengthen you by what you have listened to Shalom from Yerushalayim until next time